Now I got 32 flavors of this bootylicious bubble gum. Raspberry, grape, cherry, come and get this honey bun. Yummy, yummy, baby, not your ordinary lady. Now the driver do crazy, Willy Wonka wanna pay me. Off the daily, on the daily, off the hizzle, rock my hips just a little, shake my skittles. Soda pop it, watch it sizzle. Man, this right here is the shizzle. Smoking on the highest drizzle, wanna taste it just a little. Rock my hips, make it whizzle. Waving, sipping in this bizzle. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. One man, one tree, and a hill. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a quote from our urban philosopher, Diamond of Crime Mob, ladies and gentlemen, a.k.a. Miss Brittany Nicole Carpenterno. Carpen, she has a, maybe she might be black Italian or something like that. Shout out to the Sopranos. Uh, shout out to that. Uh, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. We got new sponsors. Our sponsor, this podcast is sponsored by Old Hillside Bourbon Company, ladies and gentlemen. Old Hillside Bourbon Company was created out of love for bourbon, friendship, and camaraderie. The idea of quality time, great conversation, enjoying good spirits brought this team together. Our vision is fueled by optimism, integrity, and a sense of responsibility to build a successful household of bourbon brand that people can cherish and love. Our story is unique. We are a collective group of individuals from a different career backgrounds. This is our strength, and we are able to apply our professional experiences to provide an unmatched service to our customers. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Old Hillside Bourbon Company. Ladies and gentlemen, that's where the podcast is sponsored by. Ooh, I did that in like 20 seconds. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> now I got 32 flavors of this bootylicious bubblegum, raspberry, grape, cherry. Come and get this honey bun. Yummy, yummy, baby. Not your ordinary lady. No, it's driving crazy. Willie Wonka want to pay me on the daily. Off the hizzle. Rock my hips just a little. Shake my skittle. Soda pop and watch it sizzle. Man, <laughs> she was feeling in that booth. Uh, all right. Welcome back to this podcast. One man, one tree in the hill. I'm your host, two-time wrestling champion, uh, Jared Ward. A special day for me. Uh, today is my birthday, January 5th, uh, what, 2021. 32 years. This is my 32 flavors year. And uh, I feel good. I feel good. Like five years ago, I stopped feeling sad or like I stopped doing that thing where you look at your birthday and you start comparing yourself to what you haven't made yet and what you haven't done. I used to do that a lot until I was like 20. I think I was like 20. I started doing that when I was like 25, 24. I used to be like, man, Eddie Murphy got this when he was 23. Dave Chappelle did this. Chris Rock did this, did, did this. And I was like, you know what? It don't matter what anybody does. The Bible says I've ordained your steps. And I was like, my steps are ordained, right? And my grandfather, his name is Abraham Waters, used to sing this song called Be What You Are, Live the Life. Uh, he was like six foot nine, and his twin sister was six nine. And uh, we used to be in, uh, we used to go visit him in Trenton, North Carolina, aka Comfort, North Carolina. And he had Alzheimer's, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, when I, he had Alzheimer's, but I think when I was young, he didn't have it. But when I got older, he had it. And he'd just be talking. And he'd be like, be what you are. And everybody be like, be what you are. And live the life. And live the life. God knows your heart. God knows your heart. He's coming back. He's coming back to judge the world. Be what you are. And live the life. And live the life. I didn't know what it meant. When he sung that all the time, like I didn't know, like I just thought, and then I watched these old tapes, my aunt Deep, rest in peace, she, uh, <clears throat> when my grandparents passed away, my grandma, grandfather, his name was Abraham, his wife, and it was Fanny Lou, when she passed away, they went through all these tapes, and they started making them DVDs, and they showed me this old tape of my grandfather when he was like in his 60s, he died in the seven, late 80s, eight, early 80s, so yeah, in his 60s, or 50s, and he was just be out there talking these big, thick diamond, uh, 
rings on his hands. And before he finished the song, he'd be preaching and he goes, Be watch. And the whole crowd would like, Be watch you are. But that's that's my that's like my theme song of my life. You know, I think for the past couple years, maybe seven, eight years, it was a long time in life, I wasn't receptive of love. I would always give love to certain people, but I wasn't receptive of love and I tarnished some relationships growing up, you know, that really hurt a lot of people. And I was trying to right these wrongs, but sometimes you can't right a wrong. You know, sometimes if you hurt somebody, you just have to say you've hurt the person. And I think the the thing about me was it was just, you know, my type of hurt. I'm a, I was used to being hurt, so hurt people hurt people, if that makes sense. That doesn't make sense because I was never hurt. No one really hurt me. I was hurting myself. That's what I'm saying. Hurt people hurt people. That makes sense. Like, I was hurting myself, so I hurt other people, which wasn't a good way to live. So, like, four years ago, four or five years ago, I just changed my lifestyle and started spreading love and start doing everything else and I realized that spreading love is the only way to go man uh now I am not a big dude of superstition at all right but recently like people have been sending me all this Capricorn stuff and I never believed in Capricorns we're like Jerry what sign are you I was like I'm just Baptist and they're like what but uh people have been sending me these signs and they're like this is your uh, Capricorn I was like what does that freaking mean so I read this article right and you could tell me if you tell me you guys know me like that uh, a Capricorn, Capricorn men, you just have to read between the lines. They are not naturally open and honest with people because they don't want people to think they are weak or cowards. If he is distanced with you and he is probably has some sort of a problem that he can't deal with and that is bothering him big time. Don't always assume he doesn't like you or love you anymore just because he can't figure out his weird behavior. I don't know. That's not me at all. I don't think so. Capricorn men to be cold, to used to be cold on the outside. Capricorn men our masters are putting a mask of steel. They just can't seem to open up and reveal the feelings that are easily inside of them. But <laughs> on the inside, Capricorns are extremely emotional and sensitive. They get easily offended and tend to be very emotionally weak. Oh, that is not me at all. But they will never say it or show it. Your man probably believes that he is showing you even more of his emotions than he should. I don't know. I don't think this is me at all. They are so stubborn that compromise with them is out of the question. That's a lie. I can compromise. When you're dating Capricorn, man, you just have to realize... You just have to do what he wants. Not many women are prepared for that because most of the, most <laughs> you most know that Capricorns are just naturally meaning of compromise. Never ask a Capricorn why is he not in the mood. Oh, come on, this is this is not me. Someone sent me this article. How disrespectful it is to think that I'm emotionally. This is the other one. It says Capricorns smart, hardworking, fully in control of their destiny. Capricorns will always get what they set their mind to in both personal and professional life. Okay, this agrees. No excuses. Capricorns may get a reputation as stubborn, but they simply know what they want and also know what they wish other people would behave. Natural born rulers, Capricorns thrive in order and love and restrict hierarchies and set ways to do things. Can a Capricorn think outside the box? Yes, they can, but they prefer to have a strict boundaries and constraint. I don't know, man. I don't freaking know. They're saying Capricorns are stubborn. I think I think everyone can be stubborn. It doesn't matter when you're born, but maybe I am. I don't know. I don't freaking know. Uh, but uh, it's been a it's it's just dope, man. It's dope seeing just so many freaking texts, so many freaking emails, so many. <sighs> it's not overwhelming. It's just dope knowing that you're loved, you know. And I don't. I want to preface this. I never feel like I'm not loved. Does that make sense? But sometimes there's a days where people show you extra love. Um, a message from my dear friend Carlos Lopez. And this is a dude I want to get on the podcast. I've been knowing Carlos, I think this will be 20 years that we've been knowing each other, 20 years, 19, 20 years. 
and uh, maybe 1920, maybe 18. Yeah, I think he's first person, 2002, 2001. Yeah, it'll be 20 years I've known this man. I remember, it's just, I, I remember, I don't know, every time we talk we get emotional, man, but I just, I love this dude, man. It's like seeing him as a father, seeing him as a husband is motivation to me, man, you know? He's three beautiful kids. He has a twin boy and a, and, a, and a daughter, and I laugh at all of his wife's and his statuses about raising kids and stuff like that. And we'd always do this thing, like whenever it's his birthday, he'll call me and leave a voicemail, or vice versa, we leave a voicemail, so that was dope. Uh, just people I haven't heard of in a while just hitting me up, man. It's just dope, man. So right now, I'm getting red velvet cake made for him. My old lady's making me some red velvet cake, which is nice. Uh, <laughs> just It's like over. I got like over 200 text messages, so I can't read them all. I'm trying to, but I, I figured how to work a full day. But uh, I did just, uh, I just I'm gonna, I'll read the post that I just that I just posted. Here we go. Uh, F it, I'll read that. <laughs> I'll, I'll read it. Here we go. Uh, this is what I said. Uh, I'll always try to make a joke, like a Facebook status to uh, encourage someone to be funny. Uh, it was the year of our Lord, 2007, where I was sitting in the middle of a phone party. This is a true story. I was in a phone party, uh, and I contemplated, I was contemplating everything. I think it was 2007. I had to be 22. No, I was 18. I was 18 or 19. I was 18. 18, 18 years old, and I was just complimenting, like, man, what is life? Like, is like, you know, I was like questioning school, I was questioning everything. And I remember this concubine walked up to me, and we're in a phone party, like deep in a phone party, and he goes, Why do you come to club if you're not dance? Are you okay? Are you stressed? I said, No, I'm not stressed. It's uh, it's my birthday. She goes, It's your birthday. You're not the party. Have fun. And I said, I got 32 flavors of this bootylicious bubble gum. <laughs> I don't know why that thought, but oh, that's that's for the memory. All right, let me read this. This is a satisfied question for my birthday. Uh, I was puzzled in life trying to understand the meaning what the great urban philosopher Brittany Nicole Carpenter. Oh, yeah. Now, as I grow older, I finally understand what diamond of crime I was saying. Now I got 32 flavors of this bootylicious double gun, raspberry, grape, cherry. Come and get this honey bun. I think it means, I think she meant that we can't change our past. We can't right, our, right every wrong that we've done. We can only choose to be better for the future. We have to spread love while we are here and completely... Or I'm completely wrong, or she literally wanted to rock her hips. Shout out to everyone who texts, left voicemails, voice notes, wrote me. Just, it's a lot. Everyone, I think, is blowing me up now. I'm trying to record this. Uh, I'm truly grateful. I've seen a lot on this earth. I've seen everything a man, I have everything a man can ask for. A uh, healthy family, which I got. Uh, healthy family, uh, love, friendship, a woman who holds me down and up, red velvet cake. And I've literally been doing what I said I've been doing since I was 17. My grandfather used to sing this song. Oh, I, I, dang. Pretty much is what I said. Oh, I maybe, oh, I forgot to save, posted it. But, uh, yeah, like when I was 17, I was 17 years old. And uh, it was like 2006, 2005. 2005 turned into 2006. And uh, they asked me, like, what do you want to do in 10 years? And I was like, be a stand-up comedian, be a father, and be a legend. That's all I want to do. Like, I've been wanting to do stand-up my whole life. Uh, so sometimes I have these nostalgic moments like when you're working in this business and you're thinking about <sighs> you don't want to be too old, you know, but then again, I feel like older people have wisdom and you can give wisdom to somebody when you lived a life before. And I uh, I just stopped. I released all my, I released, I never had anxiety or anything, but I released the the fear of not making it. I released that fear because what is making it? You know, for me, making it is having somebody that loves you. For me, making it is doing something that you love to do. 
you know, I'm not stressed out. I, uh, I'm getting up, I do stand-up. Like, I'm literally doing what I thought I would be doing. So having that thought of just, like, what's making it now? What's this? What, what are, like, I'm cool with what I am. Now, clearly, I don't want to die anytime soon. Definitely don't want to do that. I want to enjoy my time on Earth. But uh, I guess I was saying that because I could say this now. Uh, my friend, her name is Carla. Carla was on one of our episodes. She was on episode... Let's Google it. Not Google it. I know what episode she was. Carla. She was on episode... She was on episode 27. Episode 27. And me and Carla talk. We always randomly talk, right? Me and Carla. She was one of the first persons I met when I moved to Japan. And we just stayed in contact throughout the years and stuff like that. And we're talking. And I'm not going to go into detail about it, but she's already posted on social media so I could talk about it. She calls me Christmas Eve. And she's like, what are you up to, money? And I was like, you know, nothing. So we, we FaceTime, we're talking, me. And she tells me that she has cancer, came back. And, you know, me, I'm, I'm, I'm effed up, you know, because, like, this whole... This whole podcast, like, it's therapeutic for me, but it's it's therapeutic because I'm getting out people's stories that I know who are amazing on this earth. You know, sometimes I think people can't look at themselves in the mirror. They can, but when, like, I was, uh, I remember it. It was, like, 2019, 2019, March 2019, and my, uh, my aunt passed away, and this old dude at the funeral said this. I think I said on this podcast before. He goes, your family knows who you are, but your friends know who you is. Like, with your friend, you, you'll share more. You know, you'll share more. Like, my mother doesn't know who I am. You know, she doesn't know. She raised a, a player from the Himalaya. She has no idea that I'm, she has an idea, but she has no idea in depth how knee-skin deep in the game I was and what I've done. However, <laughs> I bring it to the fact, so, like, I love Carla. So when she told me that, I was like, freak. The, the reason why I didn't feel as bad because she goes, um, you know, it came back. She's like, it's, she's very bubbly. It came back. It's hair is just hair. And she goes, we're going to do chemo. We're going to do this. Or, or not chemo. She's like, we're going to naturally fight it off. And then she goes, if I die, I die because I'm going to be with Jesus. And that just, that just, that just effed me up. She goes, I'm not really worried about me. I'm worried about, you know, people around me and stuff like that. And I was like, man. Just knowing, just knowing there's a possibility that you're leaving this earth and you're okay with it is, at, I guess I'm jealous of that. Because my biggest fear on this earth is nothing to her. And her story, and I was like, man. And just imagine, yeah, and I definitely know she's definitely know she's going to, definitely know she's going to recover and everything. I definitely know she's going to recover, but that was a moment where I was sitting there just like, man. I just thought, you, I didn't think of the negative. I was like, don't worry, you're going to fight this, everything else. But we're sitting there talking, and I was like, this is what this podcast is about. It's about getting people's stories out, you know? Uh, my friend, he passed away, uh, what, six years, five years ago. His name is Shamar Howell. We talk about him a lot on this podcast. And I'm sitting there talking to my friend Garrett. We and Garrett, we talk. We talk probably once every two weeks or whatever, but we talk, me, Joe, we all talk, we're all, we're all good friends, we all talk and stuff like that. And I told DJ McCary, DJ, me and DJ are talking, I was like, just imagine if Shamar had a podcast. Just imagine if Shamar could tell his own stories instead of us telling his stories third hand. Imagine if we had someone telling our stories. That's what this podcast is about. 
So I was just taking that time. I guess I was just effed up for a while because, you know, I was, then I had to say to myself, like, look, she's fine, so you have to be fine. You know, you can't pity for a person because you bring bad energy when you're scared for somebody. You're putting your, your sometimes in life we put our, our fears onto other people and make them scared, right? If they're not scared, F it, suck it up. I was like, all right, you're right. Be cool, ice cold. So, yeah. So I guess we'll just wrap up 31. 31, the reason why 31 is such a significant number because that's where we started this podcast. It started, uh, a lot of people asked uh, about the podcast, Which Way Is Up. It's an amazing podcast. I implore you to listen to it. Me and my good friend, Jose Lito, we started it uh, two years ago, and then things didn't you know, work out. So he went, we went our separate ways, and I just started doing my podcast, and I had a vision for my own podcast. And this podcast is about, it's a time capsule of people. So... Uh, that was Carla Reggie Edwards. If you guys ever have a chance to listen to Reggie Edwards, Reggie Edwards is probably the funniest stand-up comedian you'll ever meet in your life from St. Louis. Funniest comedian you meet in your life from St. Louis. Uh, just wrapping up the year, Anthony Poole, uh, he's never on the podcast, but his sister passed away this year, which is, shoot, very sad. Jamar Neighbors, Peter Garachi. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm just e- answering the emails now. Peter Garachi, uh, he was on episode, what was episode? He was on episode 14. Episode 14, and everyone's asking me, did he get his girl back? And the question is, it's still it's still hit or miss. I think he's got her, but I don't know if he got her got her back. I remember him crying on my couch at 2 o'clock in the morning when we recorded this. We were sitting on a train. <laughs> it's not funny, but I, that's the thing. When they say, but I guess Capricorns are cold-blooded. I guess I'm cold-blooded. Someone can tell me their emotions, and I'll make a joke about it. But um, he's sitting there, and we're just roasting each other, and he's crying on the train. I was like, dude, why are you crying? goes i think i might lose her man <laughs> and i'm like f i was like i'm sitting there like f <laughs> uh, it's not it's funny now but it wasn't funny as he's you know we're definitely in a serious moment and uh now he's fighting for isaiah mittenall uh definitely still goes to my church uh making beats his neighborhood his store is about to open a lot of people asked about him and uh, I, what I what I told was I told a lot of people on the podcast that I'm just going to email them questions so they can answer themselves. Uh, let's see who else: Peter Garachi, Jamar Neighbors. I just <laughs> I just talk I just talked to Jamar Neighbors. Hey, what's up, Jerd? How are you, man? Uh, uh, it's good. Tommy Tommy Guns Tom Rivera. He's actually having a daughter. So a lot of people ask me about Tom. Tom's having a daughter. Him and his wife are pregnant again. Uh, Jacqueline Winerib. She's doing well. We always we always just chop it up. Uh, who else? That's Reggie and Lauren Brown. I haven't spoke to Lauren in a while, but I'll definitely hit her up and check in. So what I'm going to do is I'm just email people. And Stefan, I talk to him every day. And when I meet, uh, like when we meet people and I just show them Stefan's podcast, people like understand him more. You know, he's a person, like sometimes I feel like in life, shoot, back to me. When you open yourself up, right? Like, Oh, what did I say on this? Oh, I made a good point. I said, uh, ooh, my grandfather ever since ever since then I've been at peace. I've been at peace. I've been at peace. What does that mean? I've been at peace. Now I said, I said, ever since then, that grandfather song, I've learned how to be at peace at who I was, who I am, and who I was destined to be. I think sometimes in life we, I was talking to this comic about that. He goes, Jerry, I noticed that your humor now is getting very dark. You're talking about your toxic ways and everything else. And I was like, that makes me me. 
you know, the stories that I've been through in life, the people that I've heard, the the stories that I've started start developing, all this other stuff. I was like, I have to start embracing who I am because that's makes me me. Those natural instincts that I have, these the feelings at a situation where uh it's you know, long story short, this guy and I don't know if he was upset, but he's just like he, the way they spoke to me was just like I didn't tag a guy in the video and I was like, Hey man, no disrespect. I never you know, it was never my intentions. I was like I was Clearly, it slipped my mind. I thought I did. I didn't double check, you know. But me, the old me would have been like, "Yo, let's let's really let's throw these hands." Like I, I'm really grown as a person. Like I, I'm amazed at how peaceful I am. How angry I used to be about everything, and now I'm just at peace. I'm like freaking. I don't know what I am—a Sith or a Jedi. I think I'm like a Mandalorian a little bit. But yeah, that was it. Thirty-one was just a great year. I've learned how to how to rest. I learned how to complete assignments on time just like you know a lot of uh, writing assignments I have dude like I'm learning how to edit them right and everything else uh, getting a lot of feedback on some of the pilots I submitted so it's just been really great so I'm blessed man I'm just truly blessed I'm gonna call this episode 32 flavors uh shout out to my dog Joe Saffold Joe Saffold hit me up freaking Reggie just text me Stefan Tian I, 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 I can't even go through them all of all the people <laughs> that are hitting me up right now I'm just blessed, man. I'm blessed to be alive. And starting, you know, moving forward, like my goal was to get 100 episodes out in year one. We didn't get 100 episodes. We got 80. But our goal is to get out 100 this year, so we should end at 180. And our goal is to get people's stories out, man. Get these out. Get these stories out before it's too late. You know, sometimes we're, everyone's, I think in life, we're always cautious of what everyone thinks. But it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. It's what you think. You know, so what? Whatever your life you live, all the mistakes that you made, you can't right your wrongs, you live and you learn. And when someone listens to your story, someone will be inspired to tell their story. And that's usually how this podcast starts. People are inspired by everyone else's stories. Like, I listen to this podcast. This is great. I want to tell my story. Good. Let's keep telling stories. And some people have told me no. Some people are just like, I am not putting my, it's like, it's not even your business. It's just people learn from you. So uh, I want to say that. Happy birthday to my man, Billy June, a.k.a. Dan. Happy birthday, Rebecca O'Neill. We got the same birthday. Uh, Wintra Clark, we have the same birthday. Happy birthday to my man, RJ Bethea, a.k.a. RJ Jizzle. <laughs> I've been trying to get RJ on the podcast, but it's so hard to find him, man. I found him, but it's like get hard to sit still. What's Zoom? I was like, I just need you to download Zoom or we can do it over the phone. What phone? RJ, get another phone. But that's that. I, uh... I'm at peace, man. I'm not. I'm not at peace to die. Just, <laughs> I definitely don't want to die. But I'm at peace of where I am at life, man. You know, stand up is good. Uh, our show's going well. If anyone wants to come to the show, we're doing the show next this Wednesday. Story of Park, uh, Matthew and I. <laughs> That's my buddy, man. That's my freaking dog, man. I get on his case all the time. But when I say he's one of the funniest young stand-up comedians in New York City, he is. Out of all his class, he's the funniest one. And once he clicks it together, click it together. Because sometimes I feel bad because I'm just saying what his dad says. But I'm like, I'm trying not to be his dad. I'm like, look, I'm not your dad. But I'm like, I feel what your dad is saying. You need to listen. But now he's been like five five shows on time, five shows doing the right thing. He's been funny. Our, ba- our bantering is crazy. And some comic walked up to him and goes, why don't you and Jared have a podcast together? And Matthew's so young. Yeah, Jared, why don't we have a podcast together? I said, like, because I got my own. Yeah, but we would make so much fun. I was like, yeah. I was like, I could barely get you to show up to a show now. I would want to do a podcast with you. I'd be way too frustrated. But yeah, I just like, 
I like this, man. I like this. This is for my great-great-grandkids. When they were listening to this, they were like, oh, freak, this is what Jerry Waters was? Yeah, this is what I was. Just randomly in my thoughts inside my head. So uh, that's this week. I got shows in uh, tomorrow. I'm at, uh, freak, let me read it. Tomorrow, the National uh, Paramount Theater that's in Long Island. I'll be on that show. That's at 7 o'clock with Mick Thomas. Then Training Day Comedy and Astoria Park at 7 o'clock. Then after that on Thursday, I got uh, two Zoom shows. They're Zoomed in and Zoomed out with uh, my dear friend Katie Boyle and Jamal Richardson. And then Friday, I'm doing a show called Thrift. It's called The Secret Show. It's somewhere in Manhattan. I really can't disclose the location because it's illegal to do stand-up and charge tickets. But you know what? We're still out here. They won't find me. The last show is at Street Talk Comedy uh, with Max Mackinoff with Max. And then Saturday, we'll do It's Free to Laugh at Astoria Park again. So that's my schedule for the week. And uh, love somebody, man. That's all I can say. I'm truly blessed to be alive. I'm truly blessed. Never have COVID. I'm truly blessed. I'm just happy, man. I'm just happy that... Uh, 32 years on this earth, man, 32 years on this earth, and I lived a life that a lot of people wouldn't believe. But it made me who I am today, so I appreciate that. Shout out to everyone. I can't keep shouting out everybody, but look, uh, to my dear friend Garrett McCall. He's one of our sky producers of this podcast. Take us out with that theme song, ATL Ho. Hey, you're live on the podcast, One Man, One Tree in a Hill. Say what up to the people. This is when I see black excellence, man. It's Dave Chappelle. Michael Che, Lauren Michaels, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, all sitting at the table. I said, yo, Eddie, Mr. Murphy, I, said, I just want to say, man, you the GOAT, man. And you the coldest nigga that ever walked the face of the earth. You got to break that thing over. She wants it private, but y'all not even together right now. So we haven't spoken about anything but the cat for at two least months. two months. And then I said, and I said, uh-uh, and I'll be the next Jamar Neighbors. And she was up like, I know that's right. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the podcast. My name is Jerry Waters, and I'll catch you next time. Like, subscribe, rate the podcast. Have a wonderful night, wonderful day, whatever you're listening to. I'll see you soon.